Hello, and welcome to the Better Plants podcast by BASF. On this episode, we'll be talking to Jen Browning of BASF about integrated pest management techniques for mites and thrips. Hello, I'm Robin Sitberg, Senior Custom Content Editor for Meister Media Worldwide, publisher of Greenhouse Grower Magazine. I'm talking today with Jennifer Browning, Senior Technical Service Specialist for the West for BASF. We're going to talk about thrips and mites, the twin terrors for greenhouse growers. Um, Jen, why should we talk about these two very different pests together? Well, Robin, mites and thrips are two pests that put a lot of pressure on greenhouse growers right at the peak of their seasons, and especially for color growers or anyone who's growing things with flowers, even experienced growers, even operations that do everything right. These two pests give everyone a run for their money. Are there some techniques uh, growers can use to sort of proverbially kill two birds with one stone from an IPM perspective? Because I know they are different biologically. They sure are. So some techniques that can help for both of them are some cultural tricks. Things like spacing plants out so their canopies aren't touching helps in a variety of subtle and obvious ways. It can make it harder for mites and juvenile thrips to migrate between plants. It improves airflow and reduces the overall stress level of the crop. Another cultural method is blowers at entry points into greenhouses or between ranges. And this is to remove pests from crops and from people so they don't cross-contaminate or hitchhike into clean greenhouses. And then greenhouse screening isn't terribly popular in the United States, but it works really well for keeping your neighbors' thrips and even some mites from canopying into your houses from up above. And finally, chemically, when you do choose products, there are a few that will work on both mites and thrips. So those are some things that are, are we can do together to keep those pests uh, from proliferating. Let's separate them out a little bit now. Um, what are some approaches for thrips in particular? So for thrips, they're going to be in a number of places in the crop, in the flower buds, feeding on the leaves and flowers and pollen, and then pupating in the media. Trap crops sometimes work against us by providing a place their numbers can just increase. So if you do use a, a trap crop, bagging and destroying that crop frequently is really important. And then blended approaches of biologicals and chemistry can work well, and it's common to see slippage when your temperatures climb. Like when people use nematodes in the spring or fall, they work to reduce numbers of thrips, but it doesn't work so great in the summer when programs tend to rely more on chemistry. So Bavaria products like Velifer, Fungal, Contact, Miticide, Insecticide can help all season long to reduce numbers. And then your heavy lifters during the summer might be things like Pylon, Mainspring, Aria, Conserve, and Azotin. Those might be your key rotations when pressure is heavier. Remember that azotin is azadiractin, that active ingredient from neem, and it provides some insect growth regulation, which is great for disrupting the life cycle. And of course, you're going to want to follow all the IPM protocols, such as rotating modes of action to prevent buildup of resistance and things like that, correct? Absolutely. Yep. You've got a lot of modes of action in that long list of chemistry. Good. Okay, let's talk about mites. Um, same thing. Are there any uh, specific chemistries or approaches that will really be uh, effective with mites? 
Yeah, so for mites, they are going to hit that exponential growth curve and multiply so fast at 85 degrees that you'll be up to your ankles in spider mites, for example, before you know it during the summer. So this happens a lot when new material comes in contaminated and with just a few females in their little families, you've got a lot of spider mites really quickly. So here's another shout out to growth regulation to manage difficult pests. The active ingredient etoxazole, which you find in tetrasan or Beethoven TR, works as a mite growth regulator to disrupt their life cycle. Others are Notavo, which is clofentazine, and Hexagon, which is hexathiazox. When you're working with mite pressure, make sure to include one of these growth regulators in your program. They're all in the subgroups mode of action group 10. Around these mite growth regulators, growers can choose products to target the types of mites they're working with, spider mites, tarsonemids like broad or cyclamen mites, or the areophyids like gall or russet mites. If you have a mix, there are products that will pick up all the families of mites. And we have some guides at BASF to help with product selection, whether growers are looking for targeted or broad spectrum materials. Okay, that visual you said of being up to your ankles in spider mites is a little bit disturbing. <laughs> but let's hope that doesn't get that way after, after listening to your advice. But you know, how are growers, um, or what kind of success are growers seeing with biologicals? I know you mentioned some of them already. Are, are they really finding good success? I know this is kind of a newish direction um, for pest control for greenhouse growers. Robin, it feels like the pendulum swings, you know, like some years it feels like everybody's really into it and we've got a lot of new adopters and a lot of people who are having success. And then other years it feels like people are kind of throwing in the towel and they're going back to chemistry. This year, everybody's crops are turning so fast. It can be a challenge for growers to first run a beneficials program all year long successfully and second to find products that will control some species and leave others alone. So season and where the grower is in the production cycle play a part in this puzzle. It's very difficult in the heat of summer when degree days are accumulating fast. And it's also hard when the crop is getting ready to go out the door and there's a clear threat of infestation. So it seems really variable. I think people have great success in fall, winter, and spring. And then in summer, it's a little bit harder. Okay. Well, we've, we've got to wrap up our, our discussion uh, for right now, but I know there's much more information on this topic. So where would growers, um, where should they go to find out more information? Yeah, we just recommend have a plan in place before the season is upon you. There are so many products and approaches to choose from. We talked about a few. Your sales rep or tech rep at BASF is happy to help with research-based resources and programs to guide you before you're ankle deep in mite and thrip season. <laughs> Thank you, Jen. This was uh, really informative and helpful and um, best wishes to growers as they go into fall. Thank you. Thanks, Robin. Thanks for listening to the Better Plants podcast by BASF. Always read and follow label directions. Intrinsic, Orchestra, Pageant, Sultan, Bellifer, and Ventigra are registered trademarks of BASF.